Welcome to Game of Books Podcast. I'm Kathy in South Dakota. And I'm Christy in South Florida. We're two newbie writers who share our love of food, wine, and mystery through interviews with best-selling and award-winning authors. And our virtual book club. And even our fun writing lessons with writing experts. Join us on today's adventure. Welcome to the Game of Books Podcast, Corks and Conversation with Joseph Reed. Yes, we're so excited to be back podcasting and Zooming. <laughs> we love to be able to chat with award-winning and best-selling authors, and now we'll get to see them as well. Yeah, that is a putting a very positive spin on social distancing. <laughs> We've always had the podcast from a distance, but um, I really do enjoy getting to see everybody, so that's great. Yeah, yeah. It does mean we have to do a little more prep. I mean, I had to wash my hair, <laughs> even though I haven't been to the salon in six months. So whatever. <laughs> I think we're all in the same boat, especially especially Joe, too. I mean, obviously, we know that. Uh, all right, Some so, of us have less work at the salon. <laughs> part, so. All right. So speaking of that, Christy, please introduce our guest for today. Sure. Okay. We are here with Joseph Freed, the author of the high-octane, action-packed Seth Walker series. His thrillers, Takeoff, False Horizon, and the latest book, Departure, feature Federal Air Marshal Seth Walker, a former, former electrical engineer whose investigative cases force him to confront the dark past he left behind. The series is an Amazon Charts bestseller. In addition to writing, Joe has also been a shark chasing marine biologist <laughs> and is currently a patent lawyer who litigates multi-million dollar cases for high tech companies. Joe, it's so nice to talk to you today. And I believe you're, we're getting you from California. Yeah, I live in San Diego. And so thank you so much for having me. This is a real pleasure. Well, it's great. And you're, you guys are all safe out there. Are the fires close or anything? It's so different from our area. Yeah, no, the fires are all up north of here, so we're not threatened by that for now, not wood. I mean, we've certainly had fires yeah. in the past, but but nothing right now. And so just dealing with the, with the same social distancing and, and COVID-related issues that you all are. Yeah, just the usual book tour, yeah. you know, yeah. not a big deal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, before we get started with the big questions, um, Kathy, why don't you tell us what wine you chose for today? And why? The most important. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So listen, I chose today, this is the Starborough uh, Sauvignon Blanc, <laughs> and it is a crisp white, uh, lovely white from the Marlborough region of New Zealand. It's one of my favorites, but I did choose it specially be based upon the very first scene, first page in Joseph's book. So um, keep that in mind. There's a particular traveler type of traveler that he mentions, and I thought of that for this yeah well joe <laughs> I, I, I think you might be a little earlier than us in the day so i'm not sure if you're gonna have a glass of wine but yeah i apologize i do have to go back to my law job afterwards so i'm on, well, I'm on california's finest but that, whatever you're okay. drinking i think we should give a toast for making it to september 2020 amen <laughs> yeah right amen is right and that also gives me a good segue into my first question about um, your main character, Seth Walker. Mm, the story sure. is, you know, really fast paced, high stakes. He's not stopping to drink wine or anything. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he kind of reminds me of like a nerdy Bruce Willis in Die Hard. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> but character, even if he wanted to, he has a brain condition that uh, doesn't allow him to drink. And so I thought maybe could you tell us a little bit about that condition? 
Sure. It's, um, I mean, it's a fictional condition. It, it's purely. Okay. That's what mysterious. I was wondering. I was like trying to figure it yeah. out and I'm like, Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I actually, I've, I've talked to some neuroscientists and it's not outside the realm of, of possibility, but, but basically the idea is if you've ever listened to music or watched TV sort of in the background, uh, you know, and, and you can sort of feel your brain relax and let yourself focus on what you're doing. And I know a lot of people who write, for example, with music in the background and things that like that. That was my next question. Do you write with music? Or? No, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm dead silenced. I've got noise reducing <laughs> headphones that I put on. Um, <laughs> okay. but, but no, the whole idea is that, that Walker's brain works so fast um, and spins so quickly that he needs a constant sort of flow of stimuli into his brain. Otherwise, it sort of dashes off in a million directions and puts him, you know, really in, in both mental and sort of physical jeopardy. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it, it serves a bunch of different functions. Um, it, you know, it is very much a strength for him. He, he's able to absorb a, a bunch of information. And my books always have a sort of technological bent to them. And he's got to absorb some things and do some research while he's running around. <laughs> and so it, it's a very convenient way of him sort of grabbing things on the fly. Um, but at the same time, it's also a weakness. I mean, it, it, it pops up at the least convenient times um, and gets him in trouble and, and exposes him in ways that um, you know, otherwise he might not be. So, so that was the right. idea behind it. It's a great technique, too, as writers, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I think of it like the Pensieve in Harry Potter, right? It's, mm-hmm. uh, there's times where I have information I need to get to him, and, and it's, a, it's a, a cheat to do that. <laughs> It's a creative one. Though, <laughs> yes, <that's right>. right. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned the noise-canceling headphones. Sure. And you mentioned that you're a lawyer by day. Yeah. So how do you fit this writing world life in? I'm curious. <laughs> um, I get up at four, and I write from about four to seven or eight every day. At that point, I, I used to write at my office. I used to drive over there, and that was sort of my wake-up was getting over there. Uh, and it would, you know, nobody would be there, be nice and quiet. Um, now, I'm, obviously, I'm stuck at home, and, and so that's changed some things. Um, but the idea is I, I write as long as I can in the morning doing fresh stuff. Uh, and then, you know, I turn into a lawyer, and I'm a lawyer all day. <laughs> and then at a certain point, you know, I can kind of edit all day. I mean, I do that in my day job. And so during the day and at night and things like that, I can do editing and social media and, and all the Question. other things. Yeah, yeah. When do you sleep? <laughs> um, for, a, for a little bit uh, at night, uh, I go to bed. I get I get asked this question a lot. I, I aim for ten, and, it, and most nights it's eleven. Wow! So I get about five or six hours sleep. Wow! But you're excited to get up in the morning. Yeah. I can tell. Door kind yeah, of no, it, it it is. Um, a yeah. lot of people get up early, you know, to exercise or meditate or something. It is very much my therapy. It's it's yeah. how I relax and, and what I do for fun. And, what I do for myself. So yeah, I love it. I'm eager to get out of bed. Great. So I have been following your social media and I love the artwork that you're posting from all the airports. I absolutely enjoyed that. It's one of my favorite things about going to airports is to see what artwork they have on display. Sure. Um, And I know you mentioned that you used to travel a lot. I'm assuming you're not traveling much now. Yeah, no, this is my longest drought. I think as long as I've been a lawyer and I've been doing this 20 years, Um, I'm usually on the road two to three weeks a, a month um, when oh, you wow. add it all up. Um, but, but now I haven't flown since March. So I, I did the math and I think it's 24 weeks I've been, I've been at home, which is wow. a very, a 
very rare kind of thing for me. But but yeah, thankfully I've got I've got a bunch of those photos stocked up, <laughs> and so I can still do yeah. one every day. <laughs> so are you finding this period of time? that you've been home more productive or less like, uh, less as far as your writing? Oh, less. much less, much less. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, like I said, I used to go to the office and, and that mm -hmm. was a distance. And, and so I didn't have to worry about my kids waking up or, or waking them up. Work now has kind of intruded uh, into the earlier morning and the later night. Um, I think everyone I talk to has that sort of phenomenon going yeah. on where their jobs mm -hmm. are, yeah. their jobs know where they are right at all times yeah. and so it's easier <laughs> right? to find you and so <laughs> right. yeah I, everything else has kind of encroached on on writing time but that's so are you working on the next uh, number four uh i am working on another book um you know we'll we'll see where it goes and uh okay. you know departure just came out you know a couple weeks ago and so yeah. still really excited about that and and uh trying to deal with the launch <laughs> um, yeah I, I have my copy too um, <laughs> i love i i love the covers the three covers Thank of you. your three yeah. books and actually, was it today's post? Oh, and this is on sale. The first two are on sale on Amazon right now. I yes. saw. <laughs> yeah, all month, uh, the first two are on sale and, uh, and awesome. the third one's discounted. Yeah, no, I've been so lucky with the covers. Um, I actually happen That's to so have cool. them. So, so yeah. Takeoff, right, was the first one. Uh, very dramatic, you know, airplane at night. Um, False Horizon was the second one. Um, drones over West Virginia. And then you saw the departure. So yeah, no, I've been yeah. I've been incredibly that's lucky awesome. with the covers. They're they're magical, and and, and I don't so claim cool. any credit for that. I mean, that's all. <laughs> you didn't get up at three thirty in the morning to design them. <laughs> I wish. I wish. <laughs> that's funny. Okay. All right. So let's segue. This is kind of our point where we usually ask our authors what we call the question in the bottle. Yes. These are the sorts of questions that might come up when you get towards the bottom of a bottle. <laughs> we're, we're not obviously there at this point today, um, but we'll pick a random question. A Christy will. She has sure. them in Florida. Okay. If you had to choose between your worst childhood meal and a fish dish on an airplane, what would you choose? <laughs> oh, that's easy. I mean, I'm on airplanes all the time, so it's a fish dish on an airplane. Oh, I've, really? I've done those before. That's not... That's you never different. got sick or anything? No, I've, I, I do a bunch of flights to Asia. I do a bunch of work in Asia. Oh, okay. And so oh, wow. um, you know, the 14-hour you know, haul to China or Hong Kong and back, um, you know, it's multiple meals. Um, you know, sometimes you're on foreign carriers. So no, that, that doesn't scare me nearly as much as... Uh, as <laughs> I haven't flown... Well, I mean, I, I actually was a flight attendant a long, long time ago for about a year. Oh, okay. and, um, but, and it was Pan Am. So I flew international and got to do the five course meals. But I don't... I haven't flown in the level that you get meals practically in a long time. So I'm not sure. Oh, that's funny. That was good. You certainly knew how to answer that. Yeah, no, I was really worried. I mean, you had me really stressed out, but then that turned out to be an easy one. My answer would have been um, childhood meal definitely not happening ever okay. again. So just yeah. so you know. Okay. Okay. So I am... Um, supposed to ask you about marketing now. That's kind of my um, question slot. But I have to tell you, I was on your website many times getting ready for this. Okay. And seeing the late night at Seth Meyers skit. <laughs> yeah. I don't, how do you design marketing that good? I mean, how did that come about? And if people don't know, go to his website, josephreadbooks.com, right? Yep. Yep, exactly. And there is a, there is a skit on late night with Seth, Me Seth Meyers and who was the guest? Uh, Fred Armiston was sitting in with the band. Yeah. yeah, and they hold up 
your first book for like 10 minutes and talk about it. And I'm Tell sure I knew, I saw that before I knew you because <laughs> I, I taped that show and watch it all the time. So I remember those skits and stuff. Um, yeah, if you look over my shoulder, you can see I've got photos of Seth Meyers holding my book. Oh, there that's you go. One of the, that's one of the <laughs> yeah, advantages of that. Um, you know, honestly, it was just complete sheer blind luck. I had absolutely no idea about it. Um, I was in um, doing my, my normal morning writing, and I obviously don't stay up and, and see the late <laughs> night shows. Uh, and I got in and I had an email from one of my East Coast friends. Uh, that said, oh, you must be so thrilled about last night. I was like, oh, what does that mean? Um, so eventually <laughs> I followed up with them and eventually they were like, well, you got to go to YouTube and find this thing. And so, yeah, I pulled it up and and I was as surprised as anybody else. And, oh, that's so funny. I thought for sure that it was planned or something. Oh, no. I, I, I And I told my publisher about it. I mean, that they were as surprised as I was. I, I would love to claim credit for it, but it just <laughs> I, one of those yeah. magical happenstance completely fortuitous that's yes. that is the best marketing ever here we'll do this but that i can't do any better <laughs> than that <laughs> no, <that's good. laughs> that is so great okay okay Christy. yeah so i want to say that your personal history also intrigued us because okay. i feel like we could make mm -hmm. a venn diagram with your career path and mine and kathy's because kathy was a lawyer okay i was a marine biologist okay and now we're all writers and, and you're a flight attendant and I fly, I fly on planes. Yeah, yeah no, it all And you, you went, you and I went to undergrad down the street from each other because okay. I went to UNC okay. and you went to Duke. I won't yes. hold it against you or anything. I, but. I won't either. I won't either. <laughs> Podcast privilege. But I, but I am curious um, yeah. about your transition to novel writing. I mean, was it something you always wanted to do and how did you make that leap and um, did it meet your expectations? It has been beyond my wildest expectations. I mean, it's been fantastic. Um, so, so I, no, I never intended to be a writer. Uh, you know, I grew up really wanting to be a research scientist. I was, um, I, I moved around. I was a Navy brat as a kid. And uh, when I was moving away from kindergarten, my class gave me a little book on sharks. And I just, I fell in love with sharks and I decided I was going to be a shark scientist. And so, I watched Shark Week all the time and you know, read every book. Uh, once every this is like your month. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, and you know, like my my newsletter still to this day has a section at the back that's uh, Shark of the oh, Month. Cool. I, I do a weird <laughs> shark species. Um, that's cool. So so that's what I study. I was a biology major in, in college, and then I started my PhD uh, in physiology. I ended up getting out with a master's because there weren't. Um, at that time, there weren't jobs in science doing the kinds of yeah, things I, know, that I really feeling. wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. And um, so, so I went to law school because it was, it was something you could do with a science degree. And, and when I made that career change, it's funny because I, I did the whole yellow legal pad thing. And I was, you know, what am I good at? You know, what am I bad at? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And writing was always mm -hmm. something I thought of myself being good at. I was a good science writer. You know, I enjoyed writing science articles more than I think most of my peers did. And when I got to law school, you know, I was a writing TA and I wrote articles for law review and things like that. So I always liked writing and it was always sort of on the side of whatever else I was doing. Um, but it was never like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm a writer, you know? Um, and then I, I was just a fan. I was a big reader. And so when my wife was pregnant with our first child, this is 15 years ago, 
Um, we went on vacation right before she was due. And so this is back in the day, like pre Kindle, you know, when you stuff yeah. all your hardcovers and paperbacks into your <laughs> and, and so I would read like a book a day on vacation. And so I, I was doing that and, and I thought to myself, geez, you know, I spend all this time writing. I wonder if I could ever do this. This is so different from what I do. You know, I wonder if I could handle it. I wonder if I'm good enough. And so we came back and, and that's kind of how I started just as a, as a raw hobby, just to see if I could do it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it took three books and a billion rejections and, you know, all the, all the <laughs> slush pile stories, um, to get me to, to get me a deal. But, um, but yeah, no, it's been way past my wildest expectations or dreams for it. It was, it was always something I was doing as a hobby. And I told myself if, if it never went anywhere, I did it because I enjoyed it. Great. Mm, that's the best. That is the best. I, I have another question for you. Sure. I am wondering about, um, so what the, what the seed of your character, Seth Walker, where that came from, and do you surf? Um, so I always wanted to surf because I, <laughs> I was a scuba diver and a snorkel. Um, I have actually never learned to surf. My daughter surfs. Uh, I live vicariously mm. through her. But no, there are definitely you know, like nuggets of, of me and Seth. We're both Navy brats um, and moving around sort of as a kid had a big role mm-hmm. on him as a big impression on him as, as it did with me. Um, a lot of it is, frankly, um, I work with a lot of engineers in my day job. I, I have expert witnesses and other lawyers that I work with who are electrical engineers and they see the world so differently from the way I do. I mean, we walk down the street and I see, you know, trees and plants and all the biological stuff, you know, and I think about how water travels up a tree or it's, you know, giving off oxygen and taking in carbon dioxide. They see electricity. I mean, they see electrons and wires and all these things that just are not the way I see the world. And so when I came up with Seth, part of the attraction to that was giving him this worldview that I kind of get to see sometimes, but never really get to experience. And so um, uh, letting him do that and living, living that through his eyes was, was kind of the very idea. Very cool. Well, he is a very mm-hmm. fun character to read. Thank you. Thank you. He's a yeah. fun character to write. I mean, he's, he's a, you, you described him, I think, as a geeky Bruce Willis, and that's true. He's on the surface, he's kind of this, you know, hunky, muscular surfer guy with tattoos, but, but he's very introverted. He's very geeky. And, yeah, like he, um, you know, he knows all the electrical engineering stuff and everything like that. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well... Joe, it's been a real privilege and a joy yep. to talk to you today. Yep. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate well, it. Well, before we go, yeah. we have one final question. Sure, I forgot. <laughs> that we, um, we always do to appease our listeners, our mysterious foodies out there. And so we like to ask our authors, which of your characters would you like to share a meal with and what would it be? Okay. So Seth's boss is this guy named Lavornia. And he's come to the Air Marshal Service late. Um, he was a big rough and tumble undercover uh, agent and he brought down a, like a drug cartel in, in like a prior life. And now this is kind of like his easy retirement, like, or, or he thought so before he had to be walking <laughs> yeah. his boss. Yeah. And so um, he, you know, he's always cooking Italian food in the background in the books and, and that's sort of my favorite. So you know, we, we'd sit down and have risotto or something. Mm. Um, that, that's who I, that's nice. who I Sounds good. It's later here. That makes me hungry. <laughs> 
time for dinner. <laughs> okay. So I know we've mentioned your social media. If any of our listeners and watchers on YouTube now um, have, any more, have any questions about how the best way to reach you, where should they reach out? Sure. So my website, like you mentioned, is josephreadbooks.com. I've got an email address on there. Um, you can sign up for my newsletter on there. It's got links over to my other, to my books and my other social media, but I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Everything is Joseph Reed books, except Facebook because they made me add a one on the end of it. So I'm Joseph Reed books one on Facebook. All right. Well, good. That's good. Okay. Well, thanks again to author Joseph Reed. His um, latest thriller departure came out on August 11th. You can order it now. I guess, wherever you get your books. And um, while you're at it, you can get his first two, Take Off and False Horizon. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's been a great conversation. Yes. So cheers. Yes, cheers. <laughs> cheers. Thanks for joining us on today's adventure. Subscribe to our podcast on our website, gameofbookspodcast.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you liked what you heard, you can give us a five-star rating or review. You can also subscribe on YouTube, where you can watch and listen. On GameOfBooksPodcast.com, you can find all the information about what we talked about on this episode. And you can sign up for our newsletter or enter our fun contests and giveaways. We also post our stories and links on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Hope to see you there. I can guarantee you we had fun today. And we hope you did too. Cheers. Cheers.